This is Alpha Geek Radio. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals are here, and we have control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. The first Sunday, the 27th of July, 2014. This be Casually Hardcore, and today we are talking like this. I am a normal wise. Yeah, I'm Daxa. Burka, burka, burka. Up at I do not do accents. Oh, everyone does just be the chef. I could be Cindy. ESPN commercial. No, oh, it's good. They have a. I forget his name. It's like Swornson. One of the. Obviously, Swedish hockey players, and they're in the cafeteria at ESPN, and the Swedish chef is the guy Cook. cooking it, and he's like, <laughs> and they're like, "What did he say?" He's like, "Oh, the special today days are like sheep, lamb, skillet, and something else," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh," and then one of the other hosts comes over, and she's like, "Can I just take a hamburger?" And he goes. He gets all pissed at her for daring to ask for a hamburger. <laughs> chickens running around in the background. Oh, the chickens. He was always trying to kill the chickens. It was the best thing. They were always foiling him. Too. Right. Mm-hmm. Best. Curses foiled again. Yeah. <laughs> and that and meatballs is all I know of Swedish cooking. Yeah. <laughs> they do make a chickens meat. run from the chefs. And they make meatballs. And they make meatballs. Her which you can buy at meatballs. Ikea. Yes. Ikea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> formalities in the IRC. You will find the Barry Von Awesome acting as our IRC Repne producer. Barry White. Save my life. It's, yeah. a, it's a good act. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a thing. Yeah. Definitely a it works sometimes. Uh-huh. It fools people. It's believable. And I can't since since the shuffling of files, I can't seem to locate the uh, tangents are kind of a big deal. Yeah, Aww. baby, yeah. So Why are you, you shuffling files? Uh, but they are. It was reasons. Yeah, reasons. had to do with Woodstock clouds, and clouds, stuff. and reasons, and and capacitacular. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> was it uh, that I was talking to? I think it was when we went to Chicago. I was talking to your family something about, cl- and they're like. Well, you know, how you get to the cloud, I'm like, you guys realize that the cloud is not really like a physical, I mean, it's a server. It's not like in, because they kept pointing up at the sky, and I'm like, you realize it's not really in the sky, right? (laughs) To the cloud. To the cloud. I'm like, it's not really in the sky. My favorite take on the cloud was the league where the one stoner guy was like, like, I don't think you understand what the cloud is. Oh, yeah, I do. To the cloud. He like lights up a bomb. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Uh, uh, uh. 
Anyways. Thing in the place with the guy. Yeah. So if you've been paying attention at all to my Twitter feed, and I know all of you are, following every little word I drop with bated breath when I tweet every sixth day. Yeah. <laughs> and on the seventh day, he tweeted. <laughs> and then there was a silence. Somebody needs to do like a Twitter seven or, more or a Tumblr version of Genesis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. And on the first day, the server was down, and God looked and said, this is not good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Let Dude. there be power. <laughs> Let there be bandwidth. Uh, that would be cool, actually. You yeah. should do it. Get on that. And it was good. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so we had uh, Iola and I finished our trip to Wootstock 6.0, right. which was Thursday evening, where we successfully did full audio and video streaming. Nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was on borrowed equipment. Aww. But it was good experience. <laughs> good. I know what kind of stuff I need to go look for. Uh, I don't think it's heinously spendy, but it's it's um, yeah. There may be a fundraiser. It's a chunk of change. Yeah, to do to do it well. Right. And this was the the, the uh, my first experience moving away from trying to kludge together the wrong equipment yeah. to working with the right equipment. Ah. And not even the high-end crap. It was just it was a basically a version of this mixing desk that also did video. switched and combined video from four different channels. Oh, okay. So you can bring in lots of different audio sources. So we had the, the main audio from the venue. Mm -hmm. And I was also able to plug in a microphone to do voiceover. And then I had the option of bringing... Um, video from several sources. So we had the one main camera coming in, and I also had my netbook there, which had the little title card for between sessions. Switch back and forth between them. It was very sexy. And I've been tainted by now knowing what I'm missing. And it all worked. And it all worked yeah. on the first try. Well, the, the, the biggest thing was the Balboa Theater in the last year increased their bandwidth tenfold. Okay. Now that means they went from one megabit to ten megabit. But still made a huge difference, <laughs> and, it, and it was very reliable, symmetrical, upstream, downstream, ten, full 10 megabit versus the one-and-change, highly variable DSL they had the previous year. So combining those two things made for a fantastic experience. So yeah, we did the Woodstock thing, Adam Savage bashed the hell out of a guitar, mm -hmm. Joss was nowhere to be seen and was later revealed to be going under the knife. Sad. Which was that was my shot to get near Joss Whedon. Oh man, it. it's it could, there could be. I even had the all access badge this time. Oh, oh, you could have no. groped him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, that would have been on the menu. Um, <laughs> He's not denying it. No show today due to no <laughs> for sexually assaulting Joss Whedon. <laughs> How cool would that be, though? That would be great. That Talk about publicity. Yeah, talk about wow. publicity. Yeah, just take one for we the could, team. Oh, all publicity. <laughs> publicity <laughs> yeah. we could, we could when have it's you, me in the clink. <laughs> we could have you sign your mug shot. Yeah. That would be great. With the hand that grabbed, that grabbed Joss. Joss's <laughs> junk. I would never wash this See, hand I was again. going for his butt, but you were actually going for a no, frontal, you, huh? They, he'd laugh off a butt grab. Nobody laughs off a crotch grab, no. though. <laughs> That would be headlines. Unless you're John Barrowman. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he's forcing your hand towards there. But <laughs> I thought that was just a natural gravitational. He, right. Yeah, that was he just will, a normal he handshake. Will actually, place your yeah. hand. His, his, his junk is a natural singularity. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, 
possible title there, uh, John. The, the singularity that is John Berriman's junk. Mm. <laughs> need to tighten that's a that up. That's a, yeah, Tight. I was going to say, that's a mouthful. Smaller. Junk smaller. singularity. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll, we'll work John out. says it should be bigger. John? <laughs> 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 anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, check out the... It's so youtube.com slash UATDV. It's UAT Digital Video. That was the the DV team we were with again. They've begun publishing out the high-definition versions. Cool. Um, I've got the Flash video file. I've got to learn how to slice it down because it's got a lot of extraneous crap in it. And I'll show, I'll throw the standard resolution, just kind of the raw footage up there for people who just want to watch it through um, in glorious, low-quality video because we're all so spoiled now. Everything must be HD. To watch on my iPad, yeah, because that makes such a difference. Um, a full mouthful grill, really? Mouth oh, gull sounds kind of interesting gull. too. Hey. <laughs> I like and I were just on, on the Pacific coast because we took an extra day in San Diego, and ah. I didn't see any mouth gulls. Yeah. No mouth gulls? No. Oh, I would probably advise not being on the beach if mouth gulls are around. <laughs> <laughs> Mouth goals. There's another potential title right there. Avoid the mouth goals. That's right. Moving right along. Uh, so, coming up end of August, the, the next bit of travel. Footsie Play footsie with me. Doing, baby? Oh, my God. Seriously, guys? Do you need me to leave the room? No, we like you to watch. Uh, ooh, more stuff to edit. Great. <laughs> I'm going to be busy. Jeez. So... Dragon Con and PAX. PAX, I'm so excited. Well, Grail, we actually skipped over telling the full story of the heroics that Grail went through to secure passes. The the backwards way, and PAX, I know you're listening. We talked about this in their panel to Mike and... Um, Jerry. Jerry, thank you. Jerry. Two years now. Two years, Two years ago. ago. No, actually, last year I brought it up again. I brought it up again. Yep. Where... They put the regular tickets on sale before they even open applications for media passes. Right. Right. So you have no way of knowing if you're going to be approved. Or not. Or not. So you don't know, should I be trying? And, yeah. and we say trying to buy, because these are the ones that sell out in oh, seven minutes. Yes, exactly. To buy regular passes. So we missed that opportunity because they opened up like during the workday. Um, and then Grail went through the motions of applying for the media passes for Daxa and Grail to again attend. This is not without precedent. Mm -hmm. And this year, for the first time, got the rejection letter. Nope. Yes, yep. we did. Denied. It and was sad. Grail being Grail said, "This will that dog won't hunt, Monsignor." <laughs> okay, no. Let me let me say Grail being Grail. No, no. A no. different story than I was told last weekend, perhaps. We got the rejection letter, and I said, "Hey, why don't we email them back and say, you know, we've gone to the, we've gotten our press passes for now last four, four, four years. years in a row. Is there anything we can do to possibly maybe?" Um, give you more information or possibly get go to one of the other cons would it be easier for us to get one for you know one of your other cons and grail did the work yes yeah but grail had given up no. on, on uh so let me uh <laughs> let me re-clarify that statement when she said why don't we it meant why, why don't, don't you, you go do this well, go yeah, do this thing absolutely. so and then when i did it and i told her Yay. about it she went Oh, I totally forgot that I said we should do that. I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> so, yes, I'm claiming ownership for this one since I remembered to do it, and I did it. So between the two of you, you've got one complete working brain. Right. Absolutely. 
which we're Absolutely. glad for because you've got your Yeah, so nonetheless, I mean, we emailed them back with uh, uh, just general questions around it, what not saying, hey, hey, I demand a pass, and the email we received back was, we're reconsidering you for passes this year. Didn't answer any of the questions I no asked. No questions But answered. they did reconsider us, which was the best yeah. possible right. answer I could get, and then... Uh, a few days later, we got the Excellent. go-ahead. Welcome. Yeah. You're coming With to the only detriment now being that this was late July, which meant finding a place to stay yeah. became really difficult. Extremely and difficult. Kind of back to what you were talking about, doing Wootstock with proper gear. Yeah. Let me tell you, once oh you've done God. something right, it's really hard to go back to doing it kludgy. Last year, when we stayed within walking distance of PAX, you it fell was in like, love with it. That's oh the right way to do it. The best. And we looked around, and we were really close to doing the car thing again. And then we just said, "We we can't. We have to. We have to pony. We up. have to pony up the bones and just stay close." So we're going to be at the Sheraton. Oh wow! That's yeah, like part of the con. That's part of the con. It's so dare I ask? No, you probably don't. You want to don't want to know. Do we need to do a fundraiser? I'm, uh, no, we're okay. We're but it was, fine. it was more, much more expensive this year than it has been in the past, yes. mainly due to the fact we just didn't have time to get a place. Supply early and the demand. That's yeah. the shopping limit has been right Shopped. enacted and yeah, yeah. Savings are in in play. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. It's expensive, but. I'm like, you know what? Location, what location, location. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. But there were better places that I could have gotten had I known ahead, yeah. ahead of time. So Again, the vast backwards nature of this right. system of we won't tell you until way closer to the con. And Absolutely. I wish they would. Right. No, pro- I have no problem with them having a screening procedure and wanting no. to limit it to people who are actually going no. to give them exposure. Absolutely. Totally get it. Don't want it abused. There's no reason why you can't do that ahead early. Of time. First. Yeah. Yeah. And then the people that don't get passes can pay can buy to go to your and car. still attend and still give you the free exposure exactly. that you're seeking. Yeah, it just it, yeah that seems very strange, but whatever. What we're doing is as soon as we get back this year, I am totally putting in a reservation for the place I want for next year. And just assuming by hook or by crook, we, we will be there. We get it, and if not, we'll go on vacation. Yeah. So. Wow. Angry commentary from the dog who. Yes, I apparently. Not a good idea. But yeah, no, so we're at least going back to PAX, which is awesome. I can't wait for that. Um, mm-hmm. We still haven't heard anything from Atlas, from mm-hmm. the Wizard, and this the is supposed to be the final year of the Tri-Wizard yeah, drinking very, very quiet there, but good chance we'll get to see friend of the show, Ragok, and yes. possibly other friends. Uh, yes. And uh, yeah, so that'll be covered again. So if there, as always, I'll put out the call now and try to remind folks, one of the there's only a few benefits to getting the media pass other than just obviously being allowed into the con. One of them being the hour of early access to the exhibition floor. Mm-hmm. If there is a game you are really interested in getting an exclusive look at, let us know because that's who we'll make a by you know byline for and beeline. Uh, beeline, yeah, byline would actually be signing a copy Under, piece of yeah. copy. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> We'll go to talk to these folks, get an interview with them, ask any questions uh, that you're interested in. If not, I'm sure we can make up some. And because uh, we know. only really, you can only really do one person, one or two at the you most. You try to do two, uh, and and you could possibly get two in, but it's yeah. really one so, is the best. Yeah. And if we get enough folks, we'll obviously make an effort to go to the other stations during throughout the con. Absolutely, but that that. Friday morning is very special because it is the time where they're fresh, they're ready to talk. Yeah. We're fresh ish. 
saying the same shit yeah. over and over and over again. And, you know, it's a good chance to kind of just isolate them and, and talk mm-hmm. about their games. So Absolutely. in previous years, that's when we heard a lot about Guild Wars 2. Uh, XCOM was one of the ones mm-hmm. we did. Star Wars uh, one year. So And there's a lot of big stuff coming out, especially in the October time frame that I'm sure you're going to have a lot of folks that are really close to, to finishing. Uh, Witcher 3 being a big title. The Lord of the Rings Shadow of Mordor is a big one. That's Central (laughs) 4. I think we can save that one for the regular con. I'm guessing we'll be able to get time with those folks. (laughs) So do send in requests if you have them. Take take a look at Mm paxsite.com. See who's going to be in attendance. And if something really lights your fire, let us know. Mm -hmm. We will send for... Same thing goes for Dragon Con. I I I know nothing about Dragon Con. Uh, yeah. In fact, I'm still I'm in the same position as you. I got no place to stay right now, so I'm yeah. I'm looking to a floor floor surf somewhere. I will come equipped with my own bed, and I just <laughs> need a roof over my head. Uh, Tom Merritt assures me that there's a whole exchange program that goes on during the con of, of hey come crash here, and I'm just I'm just a little freaked out by not knowing quite where I'm going to be staying. Really, mm. that's um, uh... kind of cool if you walked into Dragon Con and it's just a bunch of giant paper mache dragons staring at you. Does what it says, says what it judging does. You. Judging you. Judging <laughs> you. What is there to stream here? Oh, it's like going at on a vision quest. We break them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Developers are inside. We have to hit them like a pinata. <laughs> developers, developers, oh, yeah. developers. Anyway. All right, let's go for a yes. break. You're listening to Casually Hardcore live on alphageekradio.com. And here's some Andrew Allen Trio with the World of Warcraft Lament of the Highborn. We shall return after that with Geeks in a Gaming World. This is John Scalzi. You are listening to Alpha Geek Radio.
This is Alpha Geek Radio. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually hardcore, it doth continue on alphageekradio.com, as you may have heard from the bumpers. Thank you to Johnny Feisty for composing our audio logo, which you've heard a couple times during this show and in recent shows. And then if you listen to the 24-7 stream, it's all over that thing, like mm-hmm. a rash. What did I... It- Overshare again about <laughs> my rashes mm-hmm. and the ointment and, and the, the, the special the balm that has been provided. <laughs> a poultice. What I've been listening. I've been listening to Patrick Rothfuss. We we on the road to Nertacular, I introduced Io to Name of the Wind. Yes, mm-hmm. and then she finished that, and then we began the Wise Man's Fear on the uh, way okay. to San Diego. Now she's finishing that. Cool, <laughs> and of course, the weird moment of. Listing all the way there, arriving, and then walking backstage and, oh, hi, Pat. How are you? <laughs> Meeting the person whose words you've... It, it's a weird moment of, you created this world I've been living in for the past six hours. <laughs> totally immersed in it. And now I'm talking to you. Yep. It He's does cool something guy. strange to your brain. Because you're with him. And, and Patrick Rothfuss is the... Down to just earth. The, just a dude. Yeah, he's just a guy. He is there, there in goofy cargo shorts yeah. and mm-hmm. sneakers mm-hmm. and a ratty t-shirt and the epic beard. Majestic beard. The majestic yes. epic beard. <laughs> yes. But as you've heard many times on this station, from the times he's presented at Woodstock and Phoenix Comic Con, he's completely flummoxed and confused by all the attention he's getting. And he actually did a bit of a, of a talk um, saying that his exposure to kind of the circle of, of famous people began three years ago. That first time we, we recorded him at Woodstock, we did the It's a Fish. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. And he was kind of telling the story of that changed his whole world because now he's, he's kind of walking in these circles with these people that are, are unreal to him. Right. Hi, like, ah, you're Adam Savage, and I've like seen you on TV and... Okay. Right, right. <laughs> Nothing in my upbringing has prepared me for this. Um, <laughs> but it was neat. Um, yeah, he showed up unexpectedly and, and did Will's uh, intro, and was it was kind of nice and touching. And Aww. you know, Will had a bad case of something in his eye when he came on stage. And, Aww. Aww. Anyway. That's so cute. It was very cute and warm and heartwarming. And but uh, yeah, so we've been been rothfussing it up quite a bit. Yeah. And so here's our, here's the, the mixing desk's opportunity to screw with us again. Right on. Because my lovely wife, Iolite, has arrived home and is joining us. Add the fourth. Yeah. And we're going to dare to try to add the fourth channel. Let us know what happens. Dun, dun, dun. And for the purposes of the inevitable edit, Mark. Um, <laughs> Hi. We've been having soundboard issues today, honey. Though for the podcast listener, none of that will have occurred. Nope. Live listeners who have more soul get the full treatment. Um, no, loud noises and all. So in 40 seconds or are so, they will let us know. So let's continue as if nothing is going wrong because nothing will. God damn it. Sweet. It's not going wrong. Nope, it's gone. Nope. <laughs> so the mixed in with the... Big layoff announcement 
uh, from all the Nokia merger, mergers. Uh, there's some gaming-related things there. They've kind of called an undo on, hey, Microsoft wants to be a content creator. No, not really. Yeah, it was never... Never seemed like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been an awesome idea if well executed, but it's it, is that not that's not really their strong point. Now, backing up the truck, Microsoft shuts down Xbox Entertainment Studios video team as part of layoffs is the title from PCWorld.com. Yeah, again, though, it felt like they were coming to the party a little late on that one. There's bit. so much content providers already on the Internet. So much competition. So much. So much. And really, I know they were trying to do theirs like a very gamer, folk, geek-focused type content. Right. But there just wasn't that much interest in it. And again, it gets back to you either can do what you think your customers want or you can listen to your customers and do what they tell you they want. And in this case, it seemed like it was a, a uh, instance of Microsoft thinking this is what people wanted where there really wasn't that much clamoring for it. It would have... Well, I, w- I was withholding judgment until I saw the deliverable. What this smacks of to me is this is a change of guard. This is Satya mm. Nadella showing up as new CEO and he's made some major changes to the company in general. Yeah. Um, and is really redirecting their focus in a lot of ways to their strong points. Right. Which is they want to be more like IBM. They want to provide the huge profitable back end and let lots of people access that stuff. Right. Which is a, is that that's kind of the Google model. Uh, we're on all platforms. So we're seeing movement in Microsoft not avoiding Android development nearly as much. They're not going to be hardware developers except for they're staying with things like the Xbox One and the Surface, which are success stories for them. But they're not going to say, if you want our stuff, you have to use a Windows phone and a Microsoft Surface and a Windows PC. Right. They're changing they're it They're not to, trying to wall it like uh, right. the walled garden like say, Apple does. We're going to make really great crap and make sure everyone can access yeah. it on every platform. Well, and on a more microcosm note, with Xbox, they said, this is about gaming. Right. Even though it's going to be multifunctional, even though it's going to have all these different pieces to it, we're focusing it back to gaming. Right. It's root is gaming. Yeah. We want it to which stay is there. Where, which is why you now have an Xbox with no Connect. It's why they've gotten rid of their Xbox studio to make movies and right. TV shows for Xbox. It's really getting back to the core piece of the hardware, which is about games. And there's other stuff it can do, which is great. But let's focus it on but that's what, not what made what it popular. Focused. That's not yeah. what we're focusing on. And right. it's, it's actually a, a secondary function of the device. Well, for the longest time, there was this often talked about battle for the living room. Oh, yeah. Where the the feeling was there are all these companies that were already in your living room as a gaming rig. So Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And the idea was that they could somehow leverage that into becoming the... Only hub. The one device. The one device in your home that brings everything. And the reality is that's not how people operate. Nope. We all have... And we don't really value it. Because well, it, we it, can't it, get everything we want through it. The well, way but, we but want. But even if we could get everything we wanted through it, culturally it's not something that we value. 
per well, se. I would absolutely value it, but what oh. I want is not what you want. Right. And what you want is not what he wants. They can't so it has to be, be everything. Every, well, if, right. if someone yeah. could successfully make an everything box, basically, if my Apple TV transparently and beautifully did all Amazon services as well, I would have nothing but Apple TVs. At least with today's offerings, oh, yeah. that would be the perfect box for me. And it's never going to happen because they're blood enemies. Yes. And so there are so many devices. Montagues and the Capulets. Yep. <laughs> Hatfields and McCoys, whatever, whatever you know, works whatever for you. you want to work with. Eventually they'll all imbibe poison and die. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or get stabbed, one or the other. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Th- so they were always shooting for this this mythical unicorn beast of if we do this right we can we can be the dominant force and everyone will want our stuff and it turns out that's not how the consumer behaves. So this is Microsoft looking away from that idea of saying okay screw it if they're go- if they're gonna buy Roku boxes and they're gonna buy uh, Fire TVs great let's have an offering on all those platforms yeah which is the Netflix approach. Right. Where can't you find Netflix anymore? Right, seriously. it's everywhere. You have to try to find a device that doesn't support it in some way. Uh, seriously. Even, you know, well, support. and that was a smart idea. Very smart. History from, has told. From Netflix's side. Well, they, they understood <laughs> what they were. They were an application yeah. delivering content. They weren't but trying to try to get into device markets or Amazon something like that. has shown we can get in the device market. Right, and still the Kindle, propagate. The Kindle Fire. Yeah. But they didn't abandon the other platforms. They right. kept updating the iOS and all the generic Android apps and kept them feature compatible with the... So, you, sure, you can have our hardware, mm-hmm. and it'll work really well with our services, but we're not going to stop allowing you to get to our stuff from other devices. And for the longest time, Microsoft was, now we really want you to buy our device. Right. And they've got their, their, their new boss is kind of steering them away from that. I think this, this speaks to that of, we don't need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. We'll make the box. We'll make the box. In the, and more importantly, because the Xbox One is just a portal to a huge server farm sure. behind it. And Satya Nadella is all about, we're all about the server farm. We do that really, really well. Yeah. So they're going to be putting services back there that are going to come through your Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And through your phone and through your tablet. Mm -hmm. And if they do that right, this could be a really good move for them. And they're just basically saying, let's take this money and spend it on the new stuff because that's not our strong point. It it was a silly place. Let's not go there after all. Right, right. No, it was a good move. Yeah, and time um, time will tell if this, you know, shift in their culture leads anywhere interesting. It's really early. But uh, on one hand, I was really kind of curious to see what they would come up with because I'm, I'm rooting for all these alternative methods of genre content being made I'm looking really close at the partnership with Netflix and Marvel because that could be utter dross or it could be the coolest thing ever right absolutely um, so these on paper and, and Netflix has done a couple of really good things they've done great original content and their mm-hmm. attempts to revive existing franchises has been okay Arrested Development suffered from not being able to have all the actors together at once. Mm-hmm. So they had to work with lots of limitations. Um, but they're purely original stuff. House of Cards, Lilyhammer, uh, Orange is the, Orange New, is Black. the New Black. There's one other that I'm forgetting. Another Hemlock one. Grove. Hemlock Grove. Mm-hmm. I'm not a 13-year-old girl, so yeah. I don't watch it. But um, Wait, what? But they've even though that's not for me, it has met with great success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did see a, an effect sequence with a wildly cool werewolf transformation. Yeah. Mm. Was that Hemlock Grove? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it, if nothing else, it, it was one of it was up there with American Werewolf in London levels of wow, that really looks like it hurts. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, and but it was utter. It was convincing in a yeah. There's clearly something magical going on here, but there's uh, they're sticking pretty close to what would physically happen right. if somebody was transforming from the inside. Yeah, out. I mean that's got to hurt, right? I mean, yeah. smart, smart a little. I mean, one would, one would hope a mark. One yeah. would hope that the nervous system would simply short out for the transformation. Yeah. <laughs> you could hope. Well, the, the fun thing is they're saying, well, how are you going to top that? So, well, we got to transform him back at some point, don't we? Yep. So yeah. apparently they're going to try and one of it by watching the wolf to human transform transformation at some point so they're doing god's work yeah um they always did a good job on being human as well i thought of the transformations into werewolves the oh, american version yeah, i always thought they made it look like ooh, that does not look that fun. doesn't yeah <laughs> yeah that's not something i'd like to go yeah. through yeah owie um so on other xbox gaming news that i didn't put on here since i didn't really have an article for this <laughs> destiny did their beta weekend for uh play and which destiny is bungie who made halo once they broke apart from microsoft and formed their own company they basically made halo <laughs> without player <laughs> but, but, but more like halo if it was in a quasi mmo right where you but it's a sh- first person shooter mmo where you have a hub that you get quests or things to do and you follow a story and when you're out doing story you can see other players doing some stuff and then you kind of go into an instanced area um with wizards that came from the moon yeah wizards that wizard came from the moon which has been removed i know no longer <laughs> part of the game they've also Peter changed Dinklage will always be famous for a lot of a lot of famous people uh yeah. tony shalhoub was in it uh there's another guy who I've seen in a million things but I couldn't uh tell you exactly who he is uh nonetheless played it Huge issues with trying to get chat working. Yeah. Just horrible. Like, beta. they have their in-game chat, which we couldn't hear each other. You try to start a party like you would normally think, and it only works if you have the party app snapped to your screen if you do it in-game. So you actually have to form your party before launching the game, and then you can hear each other. So it sounds like this is a proper beta, not just a... <sighs> yeah, it was, there was a lot of frustration there. We con- consistently have four people that play. The fire teams that you can set up are only limited to three. There was a lot of little frustrating pieces. Yeah. On, tu- on Not Tuesday. On Saturday, they had an event going on, though, that was log in at 2, two o'clock. You'll get a badge for when it releases, blah, blah, blah. So I logged in. Everybody kind of logged in on their own, just went off and did their own thing. And it's like... Oh my god, this game is so much fun. When you're not dealing with all the crap, this game is awesome. <laughs> it was really kind of a eye opener to log in and be like, "Wow, the the control is really tight. The guns feel good. There's a there's definitely differences in the different weapons that you have. The class structure is interesting. The fact that you level, but your gear can also level separately and independent of you makes it an interesting role-playing aspect. The, My helmet just dinged 36. Yeah, the storyline as you're following the story missions is good. Peter Dinklage, now that he's got the little robotic overlay on his voice, is an interesting companion to have with you to kind of guide you through what's happening. And it's the locales are... It, it was just really good i'm now i was much more excited after doing that than i was at the start of the beta where it's kind of like oh there's so many issues if they can get the chat thing solved we'll be good good to go one would hope so chat and party chat really chat, I, I need to be able to form a party while i'm in the game and not have yeah. to then you know do funky things to make it work where i have my screen you know 
shrunk down. Now, did you give them feedback on, on party size? I mean, normally people... Well, they have gotten tons of feedback on that, and they've pretty much come out and said, yeah, we'll look to increase it probably in uh, DLC. Okay. Because so. I'm thinking that, that, you know, party size is one of those things that should be flexible. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It should be. It's it's not... And just, three and is a weird number. Three is a very it, weird three number. Three is very small. Yeah, and I think given, the reason... Given they, current party they sizes. They did it because they have three classes. So yeah. they would have probably had to make a fourth class for them to justify four-man teams. But each well, class has just, subclasses. So. I think at this stage, it's probably just a server load issue. And maybe. It, when it, it's a first-person shooter, that it needs to be low latency. Oh, yeah. And you start getting people in the party with really diverse ping levels... And I can imagine that's going to be a nightmare for the network coders. Well, and I think a lot of their focus right now is the fact that Microsoft will release the new version of DirectX, which they're now trying to push it so that it will be 1080p Retro, when, integrated it's, in. when it launches in which September. Which DirectX are we up to now? 13. 13. Okay. Yeah. I was like, last time I looked, it was 11. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's been a couple years since I this looked is, at DirectX. This is supposedly what's going to allow them, the Xbox, to basically match the PS4's right. uh, graphic capabilities. Full uh, 60 which frames I a second, still cannot 1080p. Tell the difference. The most, for the most part, you can't. And Destiny looked beautiful. It was a really cool area. Jumping on basically the Return of the Jedi speeder bikes and flying around on those is a lot of fun. Uh, they they did some really don't neat sue things. them Lucasfilm. I mean, Bungie Bungie knows how to make a first person shooter. They definitely have that down and to make it no, a I've, compelling. I've got a long. I mean, play from, to their from, strengths. From the days yeah. of Pathways into Darkness uh, on the Mac, yeah, through Marathon, which is the right. clear precursor to Halo. And Halo originally developed that for the Mac, and then. Mm-hmm. That's I'll never cool. forget the first shots of it with the people in the war ho- warthogs. And yep. You're like, oh my god, this looks amazing. Well, and basically, they they did the whole demo and then revealed at the end. Oh, by the way, that wasn't a pre-render. That was played live in the right. game engine. Everyone in the room was like, <gasps> yeah, because that was that was 3D real time rendering that we had never seen to that point. And it took them a long time. I mean, now you have things like Forward in the Dawn and all the novels around it. But at the beginning, people went, ah, Halo's just a shooter. It had a really solid story. Throughout the game, and I was, I'm expecting. I mean, and I think this one will have the same. Well, you've got the huge, mysterious, the outsider. What do they call well, the it? outsider's the friendly thing, and there's the darkness that's hunting it, and there's the whole mystery over like why is so this they, going on? So they clearly on? made so, a story yeah. around mm-hmm. it, yeah. okay? Because that that has my intrigue. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, has your intrigue or your interest? You had my attention. Now you have my interest. Now <laughs> you have yeah. my intrigue. He's been intrigued, apparently. <laughs> he's intrigued because... It, there you go. Yeah. That's what I was looking for. Intrigue. these word crimes. <laughs> <laughs> he's been committing crimes we'll with the English more, we'll, language. We'll talk more about Weird Al in the next Yes, segment. yes. <laughs> Uh, in the land from the uh, humor department, mm-hmm. there's the new legendary item in World of Warcraft, uh, Warlords of Draenor. Solid. It's awesome. The tear-stained rose-colored goggles. Yeah. The flavor text. Mm-hmm. Equip. Player will not be able to use mounts, summoning stones, portals, looking for group tools, or bind on account gear. Equip. Maps no longer track quests, inns, fish, or anything at all, actually. Equip. Night mode is pitch black unless carrying a torch that must be relit at an inn every 60 minutes. Last bit. I played WoW and it was hard. And uh, stats-wise, you have... Plus eight strength, plus three spirit, <laughs> plus seven arcane resist, and fifty DKP minus. 
<laughs> so awesome. Completely a great awesome. item. 50DKB I would love that. Oh, my goodness. Just... Clearly, they have not lost their sense of humor. No, over thank goodness. Sure. I'm always surprised, though, that WoW never went the route of putting legacy servers up. Yeah, that's true. I expect that once their subscription levels drop below a certain threshold, they will absolutely do that for the additional revenue stream. Yeah. Uh, but right now, they're still sitting on millions of subscribers. Oh, of course. I mean, it's, it's still far and away the most populous oh, yeah. MMO ever. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and we're back paying subscription fees for it. It's because our son loves it. Yes, our 11-year-old is now working his to, way through it. And we are assisting where we can. Yeah. I have to be uh, cautious in terms of how I assist him because he's he doesn't mind being walked through things. Like, uh-huh. I'm just going to kill everything in sight because sure. I'm a level 85, 86, right, right. whatever, I, I and you're, dominate, you're 20. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... He um, he wants to record everything with oh, the iPad and with oh, the little our little yeah. filmmaker. Oh, so he's doing over the shoulder screen capture while we're playing together with commentary. With commentary. Wow. Okay. And it's okay. Now you're just pissing me off, kid. <laughs> it's like I can't do this very often because that's not how I like to play. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. It's like, I love the creativity. I hate that I have to be involved in this. <laughs> it's such a hard thing to reconcile. With him, with him being who he is, it's hard to, to get across uh, to him. Our, how, our home will never be quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just it it won't happen. No, I can't stand. It's, I can't stand somebody sitting watching over my shoulder, oh, yeah. let alone videotaping yeah, over my shoulder. Know. He'll like set it up pointed at the yeah. screens and it's on a stand shooting over your shoulder and you're like no <sighs> what <laughs> can't you I, point it towards oops, your screen i put my hand up in <laughs> mom run closer to me okay mom that's far enough yeah <laughs> directing oh, mom back yeah. up a little bit he's, he's oh, blocking the scene my gosh. I, I, it's yeah. seriously your it hand is. is in the shot <laughs> It is Fine, ex- we have to take it from the top. Can't Start work over. with you people. It is exactly e- exactly <laughs> how you're playing it. It's it exactly kind of what he's doing. Go to your trailer. And and so and so then you you go for an hour hour and a half and then you're like I'm done and you're like I'm not going for another week. I'm not going to do this for another week. And the very next day, mom. Right. Mom, I've earned my points. I want to do this. Oh. And then he watches it incessantly. Wow. <laughs> Wait till you do a boss fight. He's like, you you totally were standing in the fire. What, what? Look, look, I have video I evidence have of you standing, standing in, in the, the fire. fire. That was from last year. We were talking about the Control-Alt-Delete cartoon with the really authentic right. Nextremis Hearthstone cards. And one of them was the undergeared guildy. Yeah. And the, the action was, draws a fire card and then stands in it. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, All right. So moving on from Polygon. dot com, uh, the earlier mentioned Nathan Fillion mm-hmm. and co-stars will reunite for Firefly Online. I know. Firefly actor Nathan Fillion and his co-stars will reprise their roles once again for the upcoming online strategic role-playing game of Firefly Online. Is it going to be a prequel? Mm, no idea. It says. In which case, we don't need Alan Tudyk. <laughs> 
spoiler alert. Aww. <laughs> Sorry. I already told about the intro. Mino. Me knows. Well, I hope it's a prequel because then or do you picking up where the you is? know? Why would you not want him in the game? Actually, I think um, just... they're all super hot. Aren't they so just in this picture, I- I'm like, oh. There's a picture out there of the Firefly cast. Mm-hmm. Like now, every single one of them is gorgeous. Yeah. Professionally. No, they're all still no, the, gorgeous. One, the yeah. creepiest one I've seen so far was uh, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, the man no, is 62 is. years old. Uh-huh. He's clearly a Time Lord. <laughs> he looks like he's 40, but I have maybe. To say, Lou Ferrigno looks young. Lou Ferrigno has never been gorgeous. No. No, no, no. But he does but he look, looks he looks young. absolutely And he has young. not let up mm-hmm. one instant on the bodybuilding. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's still huge. No. We've still seen great. him at Comic-Con like, yeah. a couple of years That's ago. That's a beautiful picture, by Isn't the way. A, but the man yeah. is clearly not aging. It's, it's like he's going to do the Dick Clark thing and age 70 years in, in a minute on live TV at some point. <laughs> yeah. When someone finds the painting of him. Did you, uh, did you happen to see the news article where they were searching for... Casey Kasem last week? No, I know that the body is still... No, no, no. They found him. Oh, they found him. Okay. He's not dead. What? The man died. Not according to the news article I read. His children were looking for him. His children were looking for his corpse. His body. The the current wife won't release his body to them out of spite, basically, because he wanted to be buried in a very specific cemetery, and she won't let that happen because... Reasons. Because, yeah. Okay, we're going to have to look that one up because, boy, howdy, maybe I'm having a moment. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up. The man has been announced on major media as having died. Casey Kasem's body in hometown of wife's suspected lover. Awesome. (laughs) So, pretty sure he's dead. They just can't find him. For a while there, they they couldn't find him at all. Right. Yeah. And then he June located and shortly after passed Okay, away. so yeah. that was what... He's a goner. I saw an old article then. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I think in, in Damn the, that internet. As far as the, the Firefly game it, in it, it looks like it's... They announced it's going to be iOS, yeah, Android, iOS. and PC and Mac. Right. So it seems like it's a turn-based, yeah, possibly turn-based. strategy game. Looks like it does have something for everybody, though. Yeah. They Player, were, they players were saying... act as the captain of a ship. Mm-hmm. They'll hire a crew, lead missions, and trade with and compete with other players. Uh, set in the Firefly universe, so you won't be playing the main characters. No. Apparently, but you you'll probably interact, encounter yeah, them because yeah. they're getting the voice actors in. And then they're um, basically, if you watch the video, they'll say, "If I was a captain, you know," and everyone has a different thing they would do. Like, one would have an amazing ship, one would make their ship pretty, one would, you know, explore the universe. So I guess it'll have plenty of things for you to do in it, kind of like Wildstar. You know, it's mm-hmm. got something for everybody, basically. Yep. Now, from the why wasn't I online at the right time <laughs> department, uh, also from Polygon.com, goodoldgames.com accidentally gives away thousands of games. Yeah. Oops. A yeah. five-minute glitch. So <laughs> really Small specific, window. Uh, during GOG's Linux promotion, accidentally made a bunch of games free for the site. Uh, a couple thousand games were unintentionally given away through the site before the mistake was corrected, according to a spokesperson. Yeah. Oops. But in the, you know, I believe in humanity again they let them sense, keep them. well, not only did they let them keep them, but the people that actually got the free games were emailing them going, hey, I got, I got these for free. for free. 
So they're actually saying you can remove these from yeah. my library because mm-hmm. I thought it was just a you know a special you guys were running, and so they asked them to remove them. And then Gog sent out to everybody that got the game saying, "Hey, we made a mistake. You guys can totally keep the games. If for some reason you really want them removed, though, send us an email. We'll take them off your uh, library." Right. Okay. Well, your honesty, which is why people. Gog is probably one of the best game sites out there. Yeah, I think exactly. I think the honesty part is uh, both on the people yeah. side and on good old and game side that. is is a nice one. You know, we have too many instances of, of faith in humanity has been knocked down a peg right. or two. Yeah. So it's always nice when you get that moment of restoration of, okay, there are a lot of really good people out there, and you just have to you keep your with, eyes out. With Gog's site, I'm sure the average age of the people that are on good old games is probably older, older. than, like, mm-hmm. Steam or any place else, because mo- the majority of their games are from yesteryear, which would... The folks that are most interested in playing them are probably people around our generation 30 or above for nostalgia six. yeah mm-hmm. so i think that's you know it speaks to are you saying we're more honest than our younger our younger generation i i think we're more willing to say oh you know we're more willing to go we understand you guys made a mistake we love the service you provide we want to show you that you know we're not going to take advantage of you and good old games at the same time goes it's cool. These are digital games. It's not like we've lost inventory or anything. Exactly. Here, you know, it was our bad. We can eat it. And, you know, it keeps the relationship really good on both sides. And it was good. All right. Then All right. Handley brings us to break time. When we return, research chaos. And it being uh, San Diego Comic-Con week, <laughs> there's no shortage of crap to talk about. Yeah. All of it divisive and, and nerd-ragey in its potential. It's a happy, happy thing. You're listening to Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. If you like what you hear on the network, consider becoming our patron at Patreon.com slash AlphaGeek. We shall return after a little double clicks. I have Cats and Netflix. Best title We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Scott Johnson, host of The Instance, and you're listening to Alpha Geek Radio. I'm giving up on certain things like bicycles and gardening and walking to the grocery store. Because the rain has started in my city And though the greenery is pretty It's not enough to get me out the door Tis the season now of gray and brown Of giving up and sitting down And layering and woolly socks I'm celebrating solitude And eating soup instead of food And never walking more than seven blocks Cause I've got cats And I've got Netflix I've got games got snack mix and i am gonna stay indoors for four or five months or more i'll have several five blanket nights forget to buy my christmas flights and procrastinate halloween and as a consolation prize for heavy clouds that fill the skies there's pumpkin spice in everything every morning it gets darker out With all these lists of things I'll never do And when my motivation's gone I'll order snacks from Amazon And try to knit a scarf for you Cause I've got cats And I've got Netflix I've got games 
We've got cats, and we've got Netflix. We've got games, and we've got snack mix. And we are gonna stay indoors for four or five months or more. We've got cats, and we've got Netflix. We've got games, and we've got snack mix. And we are gonna stay indoors for four or five months or This is Alpha Geek Radio. Researched Chaos. Casually Hardcore continues live on AlphaGeekRadio.com and it's Research Chaos where we talk about all that is nerdy and nice on the internet as brought to us by our all-volunteer research team. This is the non-con edition, according to the uh, message board. Yes. Because none of us are at the con. None of us are at the con. The con. <laughs> uh, contribu- yeah, contributors include <clears throat> me, 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 <laughs> Boba Fetish, mm-hmm. and Mac Bit, not to be confused with Mac Butt. Oh, upon yeah. So, just to piggyback on what you were doing during the break. Oh, yeah. I was finally watching the Weird Al videos because everyone's been talking about it, but I haven't had a moment's peace between, you know, coming back from vacation twice because I was out of town twice and uh, just everything that's going on at work. So I'm barely catching up now and I was watching most of the videos. So Weird Al Yankovic mm-hmm. released his new album, Mandatory Fun. And for the first time since the early 60s, a comedy album is in the number one, one album spot. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, and they're good. The videos are good. Well, he did an, an eight-day release, one new video and one new premiere song from the album per day, each video produced by a different organization and released through a different channel. Um, so we have fun. These are all his typical parodies of mainstream songs. So as an example, he did his cover of Happy, mm-hmm. which was Tacky. Right. His cover of Royals, which or was foil, foil, as in aluminum foil. Uh, what was the word? Cr- word Crimes? Word Crimes. Word Crimes. Which is a rip, uh, riff on... Uh, blurred Lines. Blurred Lines, thank yeah. you. Which is actually, as far as the writing, the words, that, that story that it tells mm-hmm. is my favorite. Of all the videos yeah. so far. Well, the video also that goes with it, they use the, the dynamic text. Uh, yeah, they did use right. that. They do a really good job matching the, the, the spirit of the song. Yeah. That yeah. hits close to home because it's all about bad grammar on the interwebs, yes. which sticks in my craw. Which yeah. everybody well, is, is everywhere. Yeah, but I, to, to me, it was the most cleverly written song. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. And it was... He's been a weird artist because when I was a kid, I grew up with Michael Jackson. So, of course, when they came out with Eat It and then all of his parodies around that time, fat and, yeah, yeah, fat and all that, it was really funny. And then I hit a period where I really wasn't into him. Like, I really just felt I got old. I wasn't interested. And then this last album, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy is very well, very clever uh, writer. 
musically, he's probably one of the most broad-spectrum accomplished guys out there in oh, terms yeah. of being able to jump yeah. in and out of uh, all the various genres. So, very impressive. Just an impressive piece and of work. jumping to number one tells us that yeah. we're not the only ones yeah, that feel that way. Yeah, not the only ones. And actually, one of my favorite t-shirts out there is where it says... Uh, uh, grandma, let's eat, and then Grandma, comma, let's, let's eat. eat. No, let's right. eat. Oh, let's, let's eat, Grandma. Let's eat, that's comma, Grandma. Grandma, that's and what it let's is. let's eat, Grandma. And then it right. says, like, punctu- says punctu- punctu- Punctuation kills, yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know, it was just, it was very cleverly written, but the one that, Happy Tacky was really, um, I mean, fashion, so I, <laughs> I dug that one. Well, and, was, and, and that socks and sandals, which gets on my nerves. <laughs> Was in there? Never, ever go to Germany in the summer, then. Oh, my God. <laughs> my Jesus, people. Such a month. So, we've had the big panels from both DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, the, schedule, the release schedule, I've seen a combined release schedule. People have kludged together from both of the major comic franchise holders. They're going to be busy yeah. <laughs> for the next little bit here. So we've seen images from Dawn of Justice, which is the Batman v Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Seen a first look of, of Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Yes, in her apparently very divisive costume because Dax can't I stand hate it, it, and I was pleasantly surprised I by hate it. Hate it. You want you want a direct translation of skin tight spandex in no. primary colors from no. the comic with gold highlights? I do not. I do not want. Well, that's what you described. Dr- no, I want her in her colors. I want. Wonder you want her dressed up like an American flag. Yes. Because that's so Amazonian. She can have her her outfit like that, but I want some color in it. She leather looks leather like doesn't Nina. have color. Uh, I beg to differ. You can dye it. Yes. And again, like I was saying you know, during the break, is um, she's a princess. And yes, I get it that she's an Amazon princess. She's, she's a warrior. But even in Roman times, when you were a warrior, yes, you wore your leather. Yes, you wore your plate. But you could tell who the highborn were. By Usually by a big old fancy helmet. Or by the gold or by the color mm-hmm. or by their... The sash that held the their sash. sword. Right. Yeah, or by the there's, there's, or I'm whatever. not saying she needs to have the bathing suit red, white, and blue, but, you know, throw some gold on it. Throw her a blue sash. Throw her something that is Wonder Woman. See, by the way, where's her lasso? It's there. It's very. See, it's very, it's, right it's now, on her hip. It's a golden lasso. No, it's silver right here. It, mm. It's. I uh, didn't think. I don't think it came through very clear because the image I saw it was clearly gold, but it wasn't bright shiny gold. Yeah. It was buff, kind of you know undertone. It's a matter of yeah. what what filters did they take the picture with, and you know is that really as subdued as the colors are? Because if the golden lasso is not coming through clearly, that tells you that they put some filters on that shot that probably make the costume darker, darker. than it really is on film. We'll see. I, I would also say that that hopefully they did, and it's a little bit brighter. Because I was looking at the coloring in that shot and going, why am I getting a 300 vibe off of this? Because I think no, that's, that's, that's the know, mode they're in. That's, it's, it's a very, very Xena leather armor looking thing. Yeah, I don't look, mind the leather armor. If you look closely, it, it has yeah. the eagle and I like her. It has the W stylized across the, the waist. That's, that's, See, it shouldn't have the W, I don't think. It's, it's like the Superman logo. Yeah. yeah. It kind of could be anything, but it's clearly W-ish shaped. Yeah, well, I mean, I've, I read an article that said that one thing is that this may be 
just an iteration. So right. this may be this the costume she's in when they first meet her, if she's in Amazonia, mm-hmm. and eventually she could translate into the more traditional costume once she's come to the we'll U.S. Basically. Because she needs to be more recognized Who knows? or less Who recognized. Knows? But he's also, I mean, if you look at uh, Man of Steel, he, Zack Snyder, bleeds color out. Right. Yeah. Like Man of Steel's costume had, was red and blue, but it was a very bleached out blue and a very Which subdued is, very red. To me, it's fine. It's red and yeah. blue. Those are Superman's colors. He should be wearing red and right. blue. Like, I wouldn't like Superman in, you know... Put him in the colors of the Flash. Flag gray. <laughs> well, yeah. Or, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. just... Well, they've, they've gone there at various times in the yeah. comics, yeah. but no. Well, but they took that, that blue and they made it a steel blue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is Instead funny. of making it, no, the, every, everything the had a bright gray wash blue. over it because yeah. they, they were showing it, it was descending from normal clothing mm-hmm. that Kryptonians would wear, yeah. trying yeah. to make that transition believable exactly. or make sense within the rules of that uniform, of, right. the, of that universe. Because you know, Zod's uniform was basically the same, just in military colors. Yeah. Yeah. So And I can go with washed out. I think washed out would be fine. I just really think she doesn't it doesn't differentiate her from an, any other woman in my we, opinion. We haven't seen any her other next, warrior. We'll, we'll see what they look like in the movie. <laughs> the rest of them are given potato sacks. She looks like a princess. <laughs> Compare her to all the other warriors in that picture. Oh wait. No, no, I'm saying We not, don't know what no, the rest no, of the movie looks like. I'm not saying like. any other warrior women in the movie. Or just I'm in general. Saying, period. Yeah. And I mean, warrior women. I brought up the picture of Zena next to her, <laughs> going, awesome. "What the hell?" Because <laughs> it does look Great like Photoshop. Zena's costume. Because <laughs> it does. Because they're both supposed to be Amazon warrior women, right? They're, they're both they're both drawing from historical and myth, you know, early ideas. It is. It's. It's just. It's not Wonder Woman. It's a warrior woman, yeah. which is great. The other thing that they DC rolled out was their first little snippets of images yeah. from the. Uh, Dawn of Justice movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And they went straight for the nerd jugular. Of course. Oh, of course. Because it was a really brief sequence basically showing Batman. Batman clearly in the end of the Dark Knight Returns armor. Mm-hmm. So the power armor with the glowing eyes, the cowl design was straight out of Frank Miller. I mean, it was it was like, wow. They just took it off the comic yeah. page and 3D rendered it and put it on Ben Affleck. Um, and Ben Affleck's chin, uh, which is it being, it being the bat cowl, see, yeah. Yeah. looks the right shape to be right yeah. out of that comic. Like, it works. Okay, that totally works. They have Batman in the rain, of course, stormy night, on top of a building, Pulling a tarp off of the bat signal. Right. Mm-hmm. Turning on the bat signal. And you're like, yep. why is Batman turning in power armor turning on the bat signal, signal until you see that he's illuminating a man floating in the sky? Right. Because Henry's uh, Superman is there, and they have a, a shot of Batman with the glowing white eyes of the power armor. Yeah. Cut back to Superman, his eyes begin to do the red glow, and cut to Logo. Right. Yep. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah! Yeah. So they went. They knew what early bit to show to get the, cloud, the crowd riled to say, basically sending the message, which they had prefaced last year because they did a reading right. directly from Dark Knight Returns. Right to first roll out even the idea of Batman v Superman last year at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. So they hinted that they would be using that as source material. Now they're saying, 
we are basing this on huge portions of Dark Knight Returns as far as visual design goes um, at the very least. So a beloved and cherished part of the Batman mythos. Um, they, they, they've chosen well. It's a hell of a thing to base it on. I'm just wondering what they're planning on cherry picking because the, the big MacGuffin of Dark Knight Returns is this is Batman as an older man right. ending his career as vigilante in a world that was vastly changed. I mean, this was, this was dystopian, dark, yeah. fallout-level bad future with semi-mutated people, gangs, and that's not where we left off at the end of Man of Steel, which is ostensibly where this picks up. Yeah, I don't so, think you'll get to that level. No, and it's supposed to be the I dawn mean, of justice right, also. The, the beginning of the Justice so, League. So, yeah. So, which is why we have 10 hundred million other characters like Wonder Woman to right. talk about. Yeah. That are going to be uh, That are going to be quickies in the movie, basically. Or, or they're, long, they're to yeah. varying degrees. We'll right. see but they're, they're... Aquaman's supposed to be in it, right? Yeah, Jason yeah. Momoa. Right. Yeah. Uh, which, can't picture him as a blonde, but uh, eh. the, the miracles of, of Hollywood makeup oh, yeah. have, have surprised me before. It'll be okay. Um, he's just always been the... Right. The dark-haired barbarian type. You know, you never um, know. Maybe they're going to leave Aquaman as a dark-haired person. The nerds would revolt. He's always been... I know he's always been portrayed as a blonde, but he's also always been portrayed in orange and green and always a little bit weird. Yeah. A little bit. I love the off, completely off-the-hook... I'm half a fish. The completely <laughs> off-the-hook version of him in Batman, The Brave and the Bold. <laughs> Uh, which is completely <laughs> hilarious. He's totally self-aware of his ridiculousness as a character and over-the-top <laughs> acting. I can, I, you know, uh, anyone who, th- this is a reason to have a child, so you have an excuse to have Batman Brave and the Bold played in your household. <laughs> I had no idea this even existed, and um, it is the weirdest kludge together of the Super Friends level of stupidity yeah. with modern, good-quality art and storytelling and it was a, they took it as a complete excuse to parade every single right. character from the DC universe ever made an appearance in that show at one point or another. Really? It was hilarious. And now we're doing Justice League Unlimited. Which oh, is yeah. their most Arch Nemesis has moved on to this one. She found it and loves it. And she's been doing... What's the one with Lex Luthor and the super arch villain, villain that he resurrects? Well, I, mean, I mean... Or Darkseid, yeah. Darkseid. But they have yes, their... That they spell wrong. Yeah. They're more... They're slightly more serious version of the Legion of Doom from the right. Super Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is just the secret society. Which they did a whole movie about. They just did the Doom movie movie which was right. tons of fun but they have their version of that in this this is another one where they very deliberately are parading every damn character every episode begins with them up in um, the watchtower right. which is their space station panning across a huge room full of every superhero ever um, you know, they, they, and, and yes, and they actually have to zoom out to show you yes. the arc oh, of yeah. everybody. <laughs> and then you re- and you figure out, okay, who who are we focusing on this week? Because they yeah. cherry pick whichever characters they want to showcase. Hmm. And she's she's eating it up, but more Justice League. Well, that's and that's that's. What a, do you want to watch today? Justice, Justice League, League Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Used to be Batman, now it's Justice League. Um, but that's, yeah, but that's because we wouldn't let her watch the older version of Batman. Batman the one Beyond that, is a little grown up for her. Uh, Definitely not four-year-old uh, level. Uh, a, yeah, little, little more edgy. Closer to eight, nine-year-old like level, I'd say. That's the one we used to watch with. It's the future. With Aridin. Which one? Batman Beyond. Oh yeah. 
red logo yeah. future that was young, a cool younger one. guy playing. Yeah, he was older. It did. And yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He, I love that one. Yeah, that was really it's good. It's just a little, a little bit much for mm-hmm. a four-year-old. Yeah. Um, yeah but then this kind of illustrates the challenge that DC has is they have an even larger crap ton of characters than Marvel has to deal with. And I'm concerned that they're not doing the very patient version that Marvel did of we'll give you a movie with a character here and so we have instead we're getting this one one movie where they're using a movie to set the groundwork for a whole bunch of stuff coming after which could totally work yeah it all depends on the execution i think yeah. i mean i wonder if they are deliberately doing that because they are like well we marvel's put out a ton we need to catch up and People have seen the slow build. Maybe it's time we need Let's to just, just jump. Let's just get to it. Let's go. Like, people are ready to just well, go. Well, looking at the schedule that has come out of Comic-Con, that seems to be their approach, because yeah. they're basically going from, here's Dawn of Justice. Right. And then lots of single-character movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As well as the Justice, Justice League, League movie. Well, coming th- in 2016. Yeah. And I think, I mean, especially with this one, with Batman vs. Superman, They've already established Superman's backstory. Mm-hmm. Right. You're done with that. And I don't think they feel any need to establish Batman's backstory. No. <laughs> Again. Again. They're gonna, I think they're going to pretend that the Nolan movies were effectively the lead into this one or that he just he just is. Yeah. yeah. Batman just, just... It depends on how they, they play it because if it is doing The Dark Knight Returns, you could say technically at the end of Dark Knight Rises, he left. He right. And yep, so he maybe did. some... Catastrophe has called him back to Gotham. No, I'm and... looking at this the same way I'm looking at what Marvel did with Hulk and the Incredible Hulk. Right. Where with the Incredible Hulk, they said, we kind of really want to ignore that the Ang Lee movie ever happened. Yeah. But we don't want to do another origin story, which, I, which was an attitude I wish they would take more often. Exactly. No kidding. And they had the great intro that paid total homage to the TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just dropped you into a universe where... He's already the Hulk. Yep. yep. And he's already in hiding, and we trust you to yep. know this. Keep up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and you could you could make the argument that this, this absolutely is a sequel to Hulk. Yeah. Where you because he where he picks up is where he left off at the yep. end of Hulk. He's going absolutely. into hiding in the jungle. Yeah. And where do we find him? Basically, just outside hiding the jungle, in the hiding jungle. in yeah. Brazil. And I think they need more of that. I mean, and it depends on the character. To me, Batman, Superman, even Wonder Woman, I don't know that you need to spend a ton of time on her backstory. I you would know? love to see a full origin story movie for her just because she's been so underserved. Sure. Absolutely. Maybe she deserves one just because she hasn't been around at all. Right. But the major characters, I don't think, need it. You know, you introduce Martian Manhunter. He's gonna, Maybe you he, need a little backstory yeah, there because he's not yeah. mainstream. He's totally though. awesome, right? For those of us who know him, but he's not. He, but, but he's not mainstream he's not in the there. same way that Iron Man wasn't mainstream sure. until you got an awesome movie around him. And that's the the big thing going for DC is that as good as the Avengers was, as good as these characters are, Batman and Superman are a tier above in right. terms of recognized of characters. Our, Recognizable, our, yeah. Enters everybody. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Knows. Everybody knows. Part of yeah. our social consciousness. Yep. So DC has a chance here. The the question's going to be, can they pull it off in a compelling movie? Visually, I, I think it's going to be outstanding because mm-hmm. it's Zack Snyder. It's what he's known for, is very visual movies. He is, he is Can he pull up the story, though, and well, make it compelling? And I think one of the things that the Marvel Universe did really well is they did a lot of fan service, but not a lot of it was in your face. You no, know? Right. And, and we love 
as fans, we love discovering it. Yes, yeah. exactly. So it was a lot. And no, I was watching. You can't spoon feed it. Yeah, I like exactly put up Blade Runner as our evening movie it was director's final cut. Mm-hmm. I was going to say there's out, like 200 versions I of Blade know. Runner. Yeah, <laughs> final she, cut. She pointed out an Easter egg that I had never noticed in any of my viewings that oh. the, the place where. Um, J.F. Sebastian lives is mm-hmm. an old hotel called the Bradbury, which is a nod to Ray Bradbury. Right. Oh, okay, I'm like, I never noticed that before. Huh. Alrighty then. Well, I'm so, looking at it and I'm like, really, uh, the really, Bradbury, really? really? All right. But it's, it's that and the fact that it only takes place five years in the future is a little. But yeah, it's kind of fun. Yes. <laughs> but still, <laughs> soon we will have flying cars, cars, and we'll have, we'll have we'll have colonized off world. We will have replicated human beings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, it's coming soon. We'll Those never. We will not see any daylight. Yeah. Ever, um, or the daylight that we do see will be heavily, heavily filtered. Right. Yeah. He says, "Honey, it's it's film noir." I'm like. You don't have to use this lighting just because it's film noir. <laughs> Damn it. Come on. Everything is dark. The world is dark and terrible. That's the whole point. If you make an android, there's a good chance your eyes will be poked out. Yes, so. there is that. Yes, that yes, is there a is a good chance thing. that... that. So, is that what happened to Oberon? Yeah. Remember, Rutger he, Hauer goes... No, no, no. Po- 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 Prince Oberon. Oh, Prince Oberon, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who also yeah. had his eyes... Too? Yeah. Spoiler alert. True. true. The mountain is an android. Oh, my God. (laughs) That would explain everything. (laughs) I need your clothes, your boots, and your Valerian steel. Exactly. (laughs) But, no, I I think that that'll – I think they really need to put a little bit of that in there, which, again, to – leading back to the, you know, the costume, is that's an easy way to do it, you know, giving them their recognizable – Colors, but costumes. they they have they're they're suffering from the, the translation problem that they that they face you know, with the X Men, yellow sure. spandex. Sure. Yeah. No. because so, well, you can draw a costume and but you put a human. I, mean, I was surprised and somewhat impressed that they've pulled off the Asgardians as far as they have by sticking as close as they have. They to, made modifications. They, they dropped to, the sleeves. Well, because physics. Yeah. Well, yeah. But also, but the the, the full. Oh yeah, plate with the yeah. ridiculous shapes and colors. They've made it work within its they own really framework. Well. Yeah, it had a real danger of not working. Some of the early. I'm oh, sorry, that... Lady Sith. Yeah, she her outfit Ralph. Yeah. Yeah, Sith exactly. is basically wearing what Gal Gadot is no, wearing. No, she's wearing plate. She wears. She's plate wearing on plate on the, top, on the top hat. Yeah, yeah but right. She, but she's wearing plate, and yes. she also wears colors because she wears a cape sometimes. Sometimes, uh-huh. depends mm-hmm. if they're going out in the mm-hmm. world or not. Um, so. but they, they, I, they, they've risen to the challenge. Of some of the more absurd costumes, mm-hmm. and they've toned down some of the others. I mean, because you know, Hawkeye, you look at his costume. And oh yeah, definitely, obviously <laughs> more, more of a black I'm ops. I'm glad style. they kind of went with the yeah. more believable um, yeah. Captain America. They're all over the map with him, but they have the excuse of he's a figurehead and he's actually right. acting on stage. So this is why he looks completely ridiculous. And then you had the version in Winter Soldier, where it's basically okay. That makes sense. He's Black Ops. He's Much still, more he's muted. Still, yeah. He's still red, white, and blue, though. No, well, he was black and silver. He was black beginning. and silver. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. symbolic of him switching back to his World War II costume, basically to right. shrug off the bad guys. But it made sense to me that we're going on a Black Ops mission. We're still going to mark you because you're the man, and everyone wants to rally around you. Right. And you're a symbol. Yeah. 
but we're gonna mark you in a way that isn't when when you think about the the show the wonder woman tv show Mm -hmm. she had like 50 outfits if she Mm -hmm. was going underwater she had a scuba outfit she was they had toys they needed to sell you damn right so i mean she had practical outfits for (laughs) all the things she was her scuba outfit was unbelievably hilarious (laughs) yeah it was really funny they were all crazy looking oh god i'm not gonna lie 1970 okay but they there have been an awful lot of awesome Wonder Woman costumes out there, of both drawn and made over the years. I will tell you what I do like about this one. I like those boots, man. Yeah, the boots are that great. come all the way up mid to the middle of the thigh. Heel on them. Well, they have a wedge heel on them, but it's not. Stupid. There's, I think there's an actual there's an actual costume that they sell that's like the Amazon Wonder mm-hmm. Woman that has like the high boots. They're oh. old, but it has the high. No, they've yeah. drawn and it's those really those are cool. you know historically yeah. accurate in some ways. It's yeah. obviously overly dramatized, but there's no way that you wore thigh high boots. But yeah, well, <laughs> here's here's what I would say. Obviously, you're not going to wear heels. Yeah. Um, I need to be able to run. I need to be able to kick. I need to be able to jump. I need to be able to get up and down really quick if I'm fighting. Um, I would say that they would have covered the leg probably oh, with a with a plate piece that yeah. went over and was then leather strapped around the back. Well, she wouldn't be wearing so, a skirt either. So right. When you think about it. But, I, I'd go. Well, I would have done that. I would have done one of the pants versions of Wonder Woman. Well, obviously, the image makes for good conversation. I think the main thing is going to be, can she pull off Wonder Woman? If she pulls it off, nobody's going to care too it's, much if about she's the too, exactly. If she's yeah. too exactly. tiny compared to That's, Henry, I'm yeah. going to be disappointed. Physically, she needs to, but, but she also needs tiny. a presence there as well to be able well, to show that yeah. she's at that caliber. And the and the cut. Quite frankly, yeah. Wonder Woman should have the best arms in all of creation. She really should. I she mean, should. for a female, mm-hmm. she doesn't have to be like no, bodybuilder, but she has to have that Give shoulder that cut. Why are you? She has to have that <laughs> shoulder cut, and yeah. she has to be able to. I can pick up a sword. I can pick up a wield the bow. I can do these things, and my body needs to show that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, it just Those kind of arms ain't pulling no. back a string on a bow. I can no. tell you, that. right? They're not pulling back a longbow. No, so not. Then we'll see. From the many articles that have come out around San Diego Comic Con, Warner Brothers has eleven different DC property movies in development at various stages. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. So, um, in the, so we've got all the ones we know about in, in the near term: the Justice League movie, Dawn of Justice. Um, Aquaman, right? Aquaman, Aquaman and Wonder, Woman. Wonder Woman. Shazam. Shazam. That yeah, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, yes. has confirmed he is involved with. So we're not Shazam. sure if he's playing Shazam or, or Black, Black Adam. Adam. I can see him equally in either, either I think he's perfect for the role. He's great. Physically, and he's got enough acting ability to play. Oh. Well, you can Dwayne t- Johnson's one of my favorite oh, guys out awesome. there. I think he's oh, just but, awesome in what he does. I've read some he things. He definitely has a box, but right. it's still... But this is right in that box. Yeah, oh, but yeah. he does that well. I read an article <laughs> that made the point that really rang true to me. Of they, they were hoping that he is playing Shazam, because you remember, Shazam is a 14-year-old boy. Boy mm-hmm. in a massive, in a massive body. body. And I think he can, he pull, can off pull that off. The boy in the big body Oh, because thing. he has he, comedic skills. Right. That man has some skills. So I got to... If you get a chance... When the kids are asleep, <laughs> watch Pain and Gain on Netflix. Pain and Gain. Pain and it Gain. Is okay. Insane, but it rocks in it. Um, Mark Wahlberg's in it. It's a 
based on a true story of these bodybuilders that decided to kidnap a very rich guy to try to hold him for ransom and all the stuff that went down in Miami. It is insane though. And he is hilarious in it. Um, Really wild oh movie to my watch. God. Worth worth okay. the hour and a half though of your time. For okay, sure. so but wait till the kids go to sleep. But wait, yeah, it has some scenes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Well, that was why we couldn't watch Blade Thank Runner until we were on vacation. Yeah. Because every single time we've put Blade Runner on, their gland has gone off. The gland the that says something interesting something that I'm not cool. allowed to be involved mm-hmm. with is happening. I need to run in. Yeah. I had that conversation with Gnomewise this morning. Literally, I went in, and the second my rear hit the seat of the chair to listen to, Mom, 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 and I was like, Seriously? (laughs) Really? So, we got lots to look forward to. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ant-Man was featured Mm -hmm. more prominently. um, Uh, They also had a big thing with the cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. So, kind of introduced... And Lucy Lawless is joining Agents yes. of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I is big. I love Lucy Lawless. We don't know in what role yet. Love her. So, you know, speaking of Xena. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I gotta also say, like, the person that plays May on the show... Oh, yeah. She's very uh, good-looking on the show. And when done up, like, without with makeup, and oh, my God. That she's girl gorgeous. is hot. It's yeah. unbelievable. Well, Lu- Lucy Lawless is the same way. Like, you always yeah. saw her in Xena just in, like... No makeup. Right. She's, I mean, she's a warrior. Right. right. She only wore like makeup when she was pretending yeah. to be somebody Talking about else. Yeah. Talking about Ming Na Wen who plays. Ming Na Wen. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But when she wears makeup, she's gorgeous. Yeah. And her eyes are yep. amazing. So good. Yeah. She's, she was in I, ER for a lot of years and was was at various times done up right. Yeah. Quite nicely in that. Right. Yeah. No May is very pretty too. I I'm I think they're glorious without makeup. Oh, yeah. Myself. I um, one of the things that's going to be interesting to see. Um, Lucy Lawless, you know, she had that horrible back injury a mm-hmm. long time ago. Oh, yeah. She did. And I'm I'm curious, one of the things I noticed of course in in Battlestar Galactica was that they 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 didn't have her doing a lot of physical stuff. No. Um and the same thing in uh she was in well, she was in Spartacus. She exactly, Spartacus. and they didn't have her doing anything no. physical and now well she's a Roman lady and that's yeah. that's kind of right. hard. Um but it, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I think a she's, lot of body doubling going on there. Yeah. Maybe. Well, that's what they did yeah. in, in yeah. Spartacus, or I think, too. Or she may too, be further but. along on her recovery. Exactly. Right. Well, it's been a lot of years. It's been a, a decade yeah. or more since she, more than that. Since she, yeah. uh, I think she adds, though, a good good chunk to that show. That'll be yeah. interesting if well, she, she becomes well, I'll a, see what role she comes in as. I mean, the, the they could go a lot of different directions with that show at this point. I, I've never been disappointed to see her on my screen. Neither have I. I have never been disappointed to see her. I enjoy her acting. I'm really pleased that she was able to move beyond Xena. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, and yeah. was able to go on you to other things. Well and you're done. And oh, no doubt. Or this is well, the only role you're you able to play, play, and your back is hurt, so you'll never be able to play that again. Exactly. Right, right. It's it's like yeah, the football star that gets yeah. Yeah. crushed in there. So we put the call out inaugural to, season to Skype callers. Uh, pretty sure we've got the Skype rig working. I'm certain that there's one or two of you out there that uh, have a thing or two to say about stuff you've seen coming out of Comic Cons. There's been no, <laughs> no shortage of stuff to talk about. Looking at you, Barry. Uh, speaking of things coming out of Comic Con as we're gearing up the first caller, I saw on Reddit this morning the the apparently there are a set of police officers that go out in front of Comic Con every mm-hmm. year 
and for donations, they will like put you down on the car fake and put you. fake arrest you so you can take a picture and send it to somebody. And I'm like, I love it. And I'm scared of how many of these get taken out of context uh-huh. and <laughs> put well, out there. The, but they do it for, for donations. This, this for, is how we're, how yeah. we're doing. This is, the, this is the picture we sent her. That's awesome. Yeah. But basically, it's it's a um, it's all for charity. Right. They they collect the donations. They do it every year, and they do do some obvious things in the photos, like the guy who's like leaning over to beat the guy that they got on the top of the car yeah. has two batons in his hand, so they're between his fingers <laughs> as he's coming down. So it's very clearly a a, a tongue in cheek mm-hmm. and staged yeah. kind of moment. But it, it is, I found myself laughing that that would be something that at Comic Con people would pay for. Absolutely. Yeah, why not? I, quite frankly, I'd have fun sending yeah, that picture well, to my I dad. Absolutely do it. <laughs> Heck yeah. So, uh, one other comment on the Wonder Woman image, though. I'm glad that they gave her the sword. Yeah. yeah. That's traditional. Yeah. No, not not in a lot of the, yeah, well, a lot of TV. Sword. Or TV, but in comics, in comic sword, and the, yeah. she should have also a buckler, though, as well. Because she does sword. Fight. It's hard she to does. tell if it's over her shoulder Could or be. not. Yeah, she does actually fight with sword. Yeah, no, she normally doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will smite, I will smack you down. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, sword bow. She could, could, and perhaps should have some level of shield. Well, she always did a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially during the Amazon games, she was. I mean, yep. you have to be proficient in all of that. Right. That was so. the whole point. Right. Yeah. And, and when warrior. I said Skype, I meant to call mm-hmm. now, not wait for the next segment. We're just going to blend it all together. Come on, uh, bring it. Come on, dial in. Gnomewise is the name you should look for on dis- dis- Skype and device. And bring it on. And there's at least did one you, guy with a beard out there. Who I did you make it through the uh, the book? Yes, I finished uh, Name of the Wind. Okay. I have not. And I was, uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, I'm looking forward to downloading Wise Man's, uh, Wise Fear. Man's Fear. And now, actually, the reading he did at oh, Comic-Con yeah. for the novella, it's like, okay, now I get why. Because when you hear it with no context, you're like, what in the hell is, is this guy talking on? about? Now you're like, oh, it's yeah. Arya. Okay. It's like Arya. Ari. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like, are you on acid? Like she's, I don't she's a little wacky. Okay, I got it mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Well, it, it's um, we're halfway through, or I'm halfway through, because he's already read them. Wise Man's Fear. At this point, here, and what I'm your reaction is for the whole thing because a lot of the reviews. I happen to be looking on Amazon, and there was a mix of reviews on that one. A lot of people felt that it had the second half of the book is very different than the first half. So I'll have to hear what you guys think. Well, I'm, I'm, I think I'm right at the middle. Uh-huh. Um, he's just left the university. Oh, okay. That's all I'll say about that. But cool. he's just left the university. It seems like that would be the dividing so point to that me. Maybe, yeah. Because that, that, they did spend a lot of chapters um, at the university, there. and yeah. it was awesome. But you're now. It's interesting to see where. What's next? Yeah. And he's in the wider world, and and right now I'm kind of in that. It's it's funny because they've taken some of those. Uh, clearly, the narrator is taking. Who, who, as you look at, I'm in the in, and I'm narrating this to the chronicler. Mm-hmm. At certain points, he'll be like, "That's all I'm going to say about that." Right. And he's skipping, and you're like. Uh, I want to know more about that. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, go back. Wait. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> wait. And 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 the answer is I can and I will. Yeah. It's I, I it's really funny. Did. It's a yeah, clever clever device he uses in the book. And but we, I think it's cool. Oh yeah. 
We've had a caller join us. Uh, who is on the line? This is true. Hey, Drew. Drew. How are you Hi, today? Drew. Pretty good. Good. Well, it's like uh, as far as comic news. Uh, I don't know if you. I much. I think it came out this week or maybe even last week, and I didn't get to see last week's show yet. Was the uh, their Marvel must be losing viewership because they're messing with the characters again. We got the new Captain America and the new Thor. Uh, yeah, they had the p- publicity stunt of the, the next Thor or coming soon in the Thor comic. It's going to be a girl Thor. Yeah, we did talk about that last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we just said basically the publicity stunt. They've done stunt casting like this before in the comics to get readership. So I think that's probably totally unrelated to... No, I don't think movie. we said it was a publicity stunt. I think I, we I, all I, had... I mean, we talked okay. talk about frog of, the frog of thunder. He was a frog for a while. Well, I know that happened, but I'm, I, I don't equate female Thor with... Frog of Thunder. I mean, I think they're on Why different levels. a substantial levels. change to the character. <laughs> I, we did not say it was a publicity stunt. What we had was our reaction to... Yeah. Mine was, if it's an office, it's okay. If it's an individual, right. you it's don't get to rewrite yeah. history. Right. So that was Gotta that was the part cool. that I, I took exception to. Thor yeah. can't be a girl. Right, but right. the goddess of thunder. Goddess of that's why I said god or goddess, goddess of thunder. thunder if right. she's presented that way, I'm perfectly right. fine with it. And I think I always as well that we're I'm on board. If they say her name is Thor, right. what? what? <laughs> no. you know, there was a great sequence where for a while Storm from the X Men occupied the yes, yeah, she was a goddess. Yes, for a while. Yeah, in Africa, um, got got her own. Well, no, she's always been no. considered a goddess in in her home. Right. But this was where she actually had an Uru hammer made for her by Loki. Oh, I didn't know that. And was the goddess of thunder for a mm-hmm. brief a brief period of time before she. So you think they're going to do another Beta Ray Bill thing where they basically? That's what we refer to. Off. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it going to be someone else in the role who is worthy that for some reason needs to fill the shoes while um, you know Donald Blake ostensibly well, is off doing something else? Like most things, it's again. Can they make it an interesting character? Right. Or and is, one or that is you're just... interested in seeing until the point that Thor actually comes back and you want to keep seeing her even after that point. Right. So to be determined, could be could be well done, could be poorly executed. Right now, I think they were just doing it for eyeballs and, and headlines. Maybe. For, why, why, why talk about it you know, this far ahead of time? And, unless... Well, I think, again, though, like we mentioned last week, it when social shifts are happening comics tend to be one of the areas you can see it yeah we've already seen a lot of things like gay marriage in comics and such like that mm-hmm. now you have um a hispanic spider-man you're going to have a black captain america and you're going to have a female thor that's a pretty big diversity maybe. shift i yeah. think they're very i think there is definitely a plan there we Gimmick need to, or not we need to diversify our lineup to reflect Reality. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a an, an effort in that direction. It's a very high profile effort very. because Thor is much very since two successful movies plus the Avengers, uh, he's more in the consciousness of, of the mainstream media than uh, he had been before. For sure. Yeah, we'll see. If it's a good story, then I'm on board. I've been reading the uh, all new X Men collected editions. Okay. And only because. Someone I trust recommended it very highly because on the surface it seemed like a really freaking dumb idea, which was time travel. Go grab the original X-Men from the 60s and bring them to the future. Sounds pretty dumb. And I'm loving it. Cool. Really? It's really well done. And they also brought them here 
and are leaving them here. Nice. So and what happened to the ones from that future? That's the big unanswered ah. question. They're still no. There's the modern team is still here. Oh, is it? Okay. And this is all about the interaction between them. Ah. Because at this point, Scott Summers has gone way off the deep end, um, and is basically hanging around with Magneto and Ilyana Rasputin and Emma Frost, and their post M day. They're finally seeing a resurgence of mutants, and he's going on recruiting them to oh, teach okay. them how to defend themselves and. You know, he considers him to be the true Xavier school. And then there's the other team members who are at the Jean Grey school for gifted youngsters. And Beast goes back to grab the younger version of stuff. Come talk to his older version and hopefully shake some sense into him. Oh. Or at least make him feel crushing guilt. Because ah. that's how Hank rolls. Right. Because um, he really is angry at Scott for, you know, killing Charles Xavier. Um... Sounds like we're heading for another, uh, as Miles O'Brien put it, I hate temporal mechanics. Exactly. Well, yeah. and they, and they, I'm wondering where they're going with that because they're kind of ignoring it for the moment. So or they, they talk about it quite a bit, and they're wondering why things aren't screwed up and why nothing seems to have changed. And mm-hmm. But they basically they brought them here, they're leaving here, and they're, they're telling some really interesting stories. And the fun one is, surprisingly for me, young Jean Grey mm-hmm. They grabbed her right before her telepathy manifested. Oh, wow. So she, was a, she was telekinetic. Mm-hmm. And so pre, pre-Phoenix entirely. Right. right. And so she gets to the future and is having to deal with, great, I'm now a telepath. I have no skills for dealing with this. And I'm learning all kinds of really dark crap that I don't want to know. Right. Oh, and a lot of it revolves around me <laughs> and the various yeah. sundry ways I have died and come back I have to say, died again. My favorite part of that was the first time she read Wolverine's mind and just freaked the hell out. Wouldn't you? Hi, Barry, yes. by the way. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, yeah. So that's a fairly compelling... And she's not doing any better than she did the first time really because she's still her yeah and the foreknowledge ain't helping and she makes some profoundly stupid decisions and wielding power a lot faster than she should be able to and and with no Xavier there and no Xavier there to guide her so are we talking the originals like Jean Grey Beast Iceman um, Scott and that's it right yeah Yeah. and Angel oh and Angel and and Pre Pre archangel angel, everything crap. That's so happened. fluffy wings angel, fluffy wing angel, nice. and he meets his older self, and his older self who is mentally a child, um, with the steel wings, right? And, yeah, and, the... he, and angel is completely freaked out by his experiences, and basically goes off to be with the Scott camp, the, ah. the, the older Scott Summers camp. Ah. Well. At this point, he can't. He freaked out because he was Archangel. He met himself. Oh, and the how the hell did I become that? Back yeah. and forth between the feather wings and the metal wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, current current generation does. Current does, yeah. Uh, but he meets him when he's in steel wing mode. I have to say, the second favorite part of that for me was the constant ridiculous reaction of Iceman meeting Iceman mm-hmm. and just standing there freaking out, going, "Wait, what?" They're both doing it. They're both right. going, "What?" No, Bobby and Bobby. They, well, they because have, they he's have, always been a smart aleck. Yeah, but yeah. The, the the modern Bobby is 
much more mature by, yeah. co- by contrast oh, to yes. no, his, he is. his yeah, absolutely. He's like 15 at that point, right? right. Yeah. Um, and aren't Kitty and Bobby together at this point? Oh, yeah, they were at that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, but it's Professor Pride at that point. Mm-hmm. Right. She, she's the headmistress of the school at that point. And this was before any of them ever knew her because she was the next generation of X-Men. Right, she was after. So there's tons of, there's just lots of fan service from the era when I was regularly reading. So it's oh. the same way where Astonishing X-Men tapped into a lot of this as well. So right. That was the other reason it was advised. No, this is a great re-entry into the universe. So I can definitely, so even though it sounds completely stupid on its surface, I can definitely recommend no, that's cool. all new X-Men. Interesting. Um, and again, this, that, this hails back to all the great caches of stories they have to tap into for these movie and TV franchises that I'm just eager to see more of. Give it to me now! That's the problem. Oh, the Ant-Man poster. To, uh, and your reaction? It's like, well, it's like, I was like, damn, it's like they're actually going to make the damn thing. It's like, I thought it was going to be one of those movies that you just keep hearing about and nope. hearing about and never actually and materializing. It's like, Michael oh, Douglas they actually in have profile. a poster. They actually, might actually do this one. Michael That's Douglas not the actual poster, though. That's like the Comic-Con exclusive poster. Right, but it still tells you what direction they're heading. I mean, you look at the the big Avengers poster they've got, mm-hmm. and if you look carefully, you see in the background white vision hovering above all the ult- the sea of Ultrons. You're like, ooh, Paul Bethany is actually going to have something to do other than talking like Jarvis. Bring it on. Um, I read... I read something during the show where there were, someone was interviewing him in like a roundtable thing at Comic-Con, and he did talk about having uh, material-phasing powers in the movie. So they're truly, they're going to they're gonna do the vision upright. We'll see. Mm, it sounds like it. Interesting. We'll see. What, yeah, it's going to be fun with their, their tampering with the origin story there, but it's it sounds very, it fits the storyline that they've released fits nicely into the universe they've built. Basically, Tony builds the completely automated defense system that yeah. is basically suits of armor that are self-actuating, um, and then something goes wrong with the AI behind it, and then you get Ultron. So I, I can totally, be, totally believe that, and, and they're going with the unstoppable uh, Legion version, which yeah. basically just rep- builds copies of himself and the consciousness is either decentralized or it can jump from body to body right. at will, so how the hell do you kill that? Um, they've, they've had scenes that they showed um, where they have snippets of the Hulkbuster armor versus the Hulk. Uh, mm. ner- nerdgasm on that one. And they have, of course, the obligatory scene of the Ultrons having defeated every member of the Avengers at some point, so they have everyone in their, in their defeated pose. Um, so we'll I see. read the um, description of that footage and there's a voiceover of uh, Ultron in that, and it's very telling, I think, how it's going to go, because he uses the word uh, vision a lot, you know, like his vision for the future. Right. So I'm thinking I know how the vision is going to play out and become a character. Well, He's going to kind of somehow peel off of the Ultron personality or they've something. They've done that before, where they had, I think, Ultron 12 mm-hmm. was the version that got compassion. You know, he evolved to the point where he got true humanity and realized, holy crap, what I'm doing is very wrong. And, of course, Voltron 11 came and killed him and said, okay, we will evolve no further than this because that's what happens to us when we evolve. I think a, a version of, of the Jarvis program that's behind the Ultrons will peel off and, and be, oh, I'm very sorry. Right. How can I help? Which makes sense because 
Paul Bettany is the voice of Jarvis. Exactly. No, they they, they very deliberately cast uh, cast him because well, that's the voice we're used to hearing. So let's put him in the suit and make him the guy. Um, so yeah, that that I'm hoping that's as fun as it sounds. Um, so yeah, the Ant Man bits they've shown were tantalizing. They've cast Yellow Jacket and Wasp for the Ant Man movie. They announced the, that casting, so they're going all in with that cast of characters. The you know the insect themed yeah. um, Panopticon of bugs, and apparently there, there's a scene where they have Ant Man riding an ant trying to get him to crawl up to a ventilation shaft and having no idea how to tell the ant what the hell to do. <laughs> Apparently it was quite humorous, but they have, they're, they're going all in with this. He's literally going to have a scene where he is riding an ant like he used to in the old uh, 70s and 60s comics. Like, okay. Nice. I had trepidation about Guardians of the Galaxy, and by next weekend we'll know if they're going to deliver. Right. They also yeah. announced Guardians of the Galaxy 2. So they're confident enough in it that they have given it a sequel they're already. They're already going. Wow. Wow. And it's going to have a cartoon series as well. So Interesting. We'll see if yeah. the cartoon series is just a, an, a, an offshoot for kids or if it's something where it's going to continue their story right. in between the movies. We'll see. But they did a little one-minute promo of their animated version. Um, we'll see. It's, it's all kinds of... All the... All the TV and movie news we've come to expect from Comic Con. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it's all comic book related on the Marvel. More side. than ever before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Much more so. We're definitely in that season. I'm kind of curious, though, where we're going to segue to next as a population. Because we're going to get tired of this phase at some point. Are they going to snap back to, like, ultra realistic single camera. Um, stories about two people eating dinner. Um, no, because <laughs> in total, happen. in reaction to going to the opposite extreme of galaxy-spanning superhero movies, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. It's Hard like, to predict. Who knew we were going to go back here. to westerns? Yeah, <laughs> give me, give me a good western. Give me uh, Jonah Hex western. that doesn't suck. Um, that's not really. A, that's only a quasi-western. Oh, <laughs> the. Uh, the other Disney, Disney superhero movie, uh, Mighty uh, Mighty Number, whatever it is, um, Big Hero oh, Six. Big Hero Six. Big Hero Six, which I understand, I was reading somewhere, has already been greenlit for its sequel. Apparently, oh, wow. they're going to make a franchise out of it. It is well. I'm wow. so pissed off. I had the opportunity. I'd come out of a movie and I was handed the come see a pre-screening in- invitation, but instead of just saying generically come see, yeah, it's clearly said come see a pre-screening of Big Hero Six. And I was not able to take them. Uh, oh, one I'm actually interested. Not that I would be allowed to talk about it, but I couldn't take them, take them up yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, I do those all the time. It's like they do a lot of test screens where I am. Yeah, they don't do it very uh, as frequently here, and they rarely do it where it's not anonymous. Where you say a major upcoming motion right, picture. Right. This one was no specifically. We want you to come over to the west side and see Big Hero Six. I'm like, oh, oh, I can't oh. go. Oh well. That one looks like they also specifically told us no children under six. Yeah, they 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 put it at a theater that didn't have babysitting. They did. I mean, just basically everything they could do to make sure that we weren't able to attend, they did. They want a a theater full of people that can fill out the survey because that's what that's all about, Um, and also people who can understand the concept of an NDA. It's like, no, you can't go talk about this. 
We want you to shut up about it, except for on this survey form. Have a nice day. Yep. Other than that, free movie. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, we, I think we'll have you know a couple weeks worth of of debris and and detritus the the, the fallout from uh, Comic Con to discuss on the show. For now, we're gonna wrap it up because it's right. time. Yeah. And you know, the board only sabotaged us a little bit. A little bit. This week, just a smidge. Skosh compared to previous times. No we kidding. beat it back. Thank you, True and Barry, for calling in. I'm now going to unceremoniously hang up on your asses because that's how I roll. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you have been listening to Casually Hardcore Live on AlphaGeekRadio.com. You know where to find us. Send us your emails to ch at AlphaGeekRadio.com or the show at AlphaGeekRadio.com. Either one will do. At AlphaGeekRadio on Twitter. At Hardcore Casuals for the show. I am Gnomewise, you are Daxa C-H, that's D-A-K-S-A, not D-A-S-A, Izzy Grail, I-Z-Z-Y-G-R-A-I-L, and you are Iolite underscore C-H, available on the Tweeter. You can search for us on Facebook, you can search either for Alpha Geek Radio or Casually Hardcore, we're all there in our various phases, follow us, stalk us, do whatever brings you the greatest joy. If you wish to join the all-volunteer research team, just Join the forums and then send me a personal message saying, hey, I want right access to the uh, research forums and you'll be able to post and bring us nerdy goodness from all across the webs every single week. For now, I have been Gnomewise. I have been Dexo. I've been Grail. And I've been Iolite. <laughs> so much for ladies first. I, I just figured I was the last one to arrive, so <laughs> I would go last. Nope. Ladies first is how that works. And we are out of here. Bombadida, 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 Bombad